you know how the Vegas odds always have Boston College is like 150 to 1 or 200 to 1? Well, this year, their odds aren't that bad. And I'll tell you why it might not be a bad bet to put a little wager on Boston College. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is AJ Black. Hello and welcome to Locked On Boston College. So, on Monday, betonline.ag, one of our sponsors, came out with their list of all the ace, all the odds of the different conferences and uh, the the chances to win championship games. And you know, every year for Boston College fans, it's the same. It's always like 150 to 1, 200 to 1. During the Spaz years, it was like 200 400 to 1. And that you know, you got used to it. Like there was no chance. You know, even if you were the most optimistic Boston College fan, you would say, "Yeah, I am not touching those wagers because there's no chance in heck BC is going to even come close to the ACC championship." But when I looked at a- a- uh, Bet Online's odds today, I saw that BC was forty to one to win the ACC championship, and that made me think. That's about as good as it's ever going to get for Boston College because how many years has BC been in the league? You know, it's been 15 years. They had the Matt Ryan years. I'm sure they were probably a little better than that. But since then, this is as good as it gets, right? So how could Boston College even, like, how would this make this a good wager? How would BC play this year that would make it like, okay, they're going to get to that ACC championship game. So, first of all, they've got to start winning some games. Obviously, they cannot make the ACC championship game to win it if they go 6-6. Six and six. And you have to wonder if Jeff Halfley has got the team to that point because they were 6-5, six 6-6. and five, six and six. They need to get past. They need to bust through. But this could be that year. All it takes is one quarterback to get you over that hump. And they have that. And on top of that... They have a wide receiver and Zay Flowers who can do a lot of things for you too. So you add those pieces in and you start to think, okay, if I put a five, if I put a five, uh, a saw buck down uh, or Boston college, I could win 400 bucks. If BC wins it, if I put a hundred dollars down, I'm going to Bahamas for the, for the, for the winter. Uh, you know, there's it's, it's good odds. And I'm not sure though, if it's good enough to make that wager, though, I mean, you look at Boston College, and the in the concerns are there to make it like, oh, they could have a big year, but are they good enough to break through? Are they good enough to beat Wake Forest? Are they good enough to beat Clemson and NC State? And if it's my money, I'm not sure I'd go down that road yet. You know, I need to see what this offensive line is. I need to see uh, how this defense plays because. Last year, you know, against Wake Forest, they didn't look like they belonged on the same field. Now, that was, you know, truth be told, Jakovic was playing with one hand. That being said, though, the defense could, couldn't stop Sam Hartman if they tried. You know, they were, they were getting run up on that in that game. So 40-1, to 1, that doesn't seem like, that seems a little bit 
it's it's kind of like that middle of the road wage right now because it's it, it could happen. I mean, forty to one that that that's not the most unreasonable odds. You know, the horse that won the uh, the Kentucky Derby this weekend, what was sixty to one, eighty to one odds, and, and that happened. You never see, you know, like Duke was like two hundred to one in this one, and and uh, Syracuse is one hundred and fifty to one. Those those schools, though, that's the. That's the the wages of like just taking your money and lighting it on fire, but Boston College is right there, and if you're the type of betting man where you're going, hmm, I might you know look at this wager and, and make it, it might not be the worst wager in the world, and I I kind of I kind of dig it if you do it because this year there's you know you got the quarterback you get the wide receiver but you also have a tougher schedule, but you get some you, if you get the the dice to roll the right way. Is it the weirdest year that they could win the ACC championship? I don't think so. As Mitch Wolf said when he came on a couple weeks ago, uh, last week, he's not completely sold on Clemson. I mean, Clemson doesn't have a quarterback right now. DJ Uyagale is not, you know, Trevor Lawrence. And if they're going to stick with him, you know, BC could catch them napping. Uh, you know, Wake Forest, uh, every projection has them taking a dip. Uh, Louisville is Louisville. I think BC is better than them and they, they could do it. You know, there's you could make an argument with BC on every game this year, uh, and even Notre Dame. You could make an argument for all of these games, but will they do it? Is it worth your money to do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's where I would go with it. But you know, Bet Online has a great system to put it together. So if you want to go over there and check it out, I, I think you might. Now, in a moment, I'm gonna look at the rest of the rankings. Look at where BC falls in terms of the rest of the. Um, ACC Atlantic and talk about who I think is way too high and who I think is way too low. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We're looking at these betonline.net lines for the ACC championship. Now, I love to look at some of the other conferences because you look at the lines and you go, man, they're trying to catch some some uh, loyal delusional fan bases in to, to put some money down when they don't really have a chance. But this loyal, delusional fan base here at Boston College, you're looking at this going, hmm, is it worth it finally to put some money on BC? But there's other teams that are involved in this as well that I, you know, that are around Boston College that I think some are too high and some are too low. And let's look at some of the names of some of those teams. So first of all, too low for me is Wake Forest. Wake Forest has the fifth best odds at 20 to 1. They're behind Clemson, Miami, Pitt, and NC State, and UNC. Now, <clears throat> we'll get into the other ones in a moment, but Wake was in the ACC championship game last year. They lost a few pieces, Jaquari Robertson, but they still got Sam Hartman, and they got that gimmicky offense that they run with A.T. Perry and a few other uh, weapons that they have. I, I mean, if there's any team out there that could catch some teams sleeping, it's Wake Forest. They are 20-1. to 1. That's some good odds. If you really want to like take a nice uh, flyer bet here, man, Wake Forest is not a team that I would sleep on. Um, you know, if they continue to to play well, they could easily sneak past some of these teams, especially teams like Clemson. Like Clemson, I I could see Clemson struggling to put up points this year, especially if they stick with DJ at quarterback. If they go in and play against Wake Forest and they're still playing DJ and he's struggling to move the ball, but they're playing with good defense, I, give me Wake Forest in that game. Give me Wake Forest in that game. So that, I think Wake Forest is w ranked way too low here. Uh, ranked way too high is UNC. 
Now, if you've listened to me, I've been on the Locked On ACC podcast with Candace Cooper. Candace is used to have the Locked On Tar Heels podcast, and we talk all the time about UNC football because they are the most confusing team to watch. They have not been able to do anything consistently since um, Mac Brown has taken over. Even with Sam Howell and amazing wide receivers, they have not been able to take it all. I don't have any idea why anyone would take them at eleven to one. I I would not. I mean, other than they could win a, a weaker ACC at uh, Coastal, I don't I don't buy on it on UNC at all. They lost Sam Howell. Their offensive line was a mess last year, uh, and they're relying on a tons of transfers, which you can do. But I I don't know. I think Miami and Pitt are going to be way better than they are. So don't sell me on on UNC. I'm not buying that one at all. And then I have Florida State at 33-1 to as higher than Boston College. Yeah, they beat BC last year. Yeah, they probably have some more athletes than BC. But I, I until Florida State can show me something on the field that they can do that, just like UNC, a lot of hype, not a lot of uh, results. And I don't see that team winning it, you know, winning the ACC Atlantic. I don't see them getting to the championship game. 33 to 1 seems really high, especially when you have Louisville at 66 to 1. I don't know. Both teams seem kind of similar to me. Um, and I, I'm selling on that one. And then too low as well for me is NC State at 10 to 1. Now, Mitch would, Mitch Wolf, who was on our show yesterday, will hate me when he says this because he's, he's selling on NC State, but I, I like them. I like them a lot, and I think they're a well-balanced team, and Devin Larry's enough to win the ACC. So I, I, I know he wouldn't do it, but I'm thinking I might put a little wager on NC State. And then my last two high is Clemson. I am selling on Clemson this year. They are my, my chic pick, and I'm going to probably be completely wrong on it because whenever I get really adamant about something, I'm always wrong. It's when I kind of just kind of like, you know, kind of like – settle in on a pick that I feel better and I do well. But when I'm like, you know, thumping the ground saying this is right, this is right, I'm usually wrong. But I'm going to say Clemson is going to be a, a disappointment this year and disappointment in Clemson standards, like going like nine and three. Um, I, I don't have a lot of faith, faith in that offense. Their defense should be absolutely nasty. But I could see NC State beating them. I could see Wake Forest beating them. I could see, heck, give me BC. If BC can play well and stop that defensive line, I think Dracovic could outgun either quarterback that they have. But and it's at home, it's a red four it's the red bandana game. So I think Clemson at two to three odds is way too high. So I'm I'm selling on that one too. Now now the fun thing about odds are they change constantly, right? All it takes is one injury to happen and the odds can go, you know, torpedo. If Phil Dracovic suffers some off season injury, all of a sudden the odds are gonna go way down again, right? But, you know, and then in that case, you can get good value, right? If, if BC were to, like, you know, drop and then you think that Jakovic's going to come back with enough time to do it, you could get really good value. However, what would BC have to do to get their odds even better? Better than 40 to 1. Say get it to, like, 20 to 1. Or get it to even where, um, you know, Florida State or Wake Forest are at. Like, 20 to 1, 33 to 1. The first thing that they're going to need to do... You know, right out of the bat, they're playing Rutgers, so this could show the betters and the lines makers that Boston College is legit. If they go out there and play Rutgers and beat them up in the trenches, if they dominate them on defense and light them up on offense, 
that could show that they're a well-rounded team, that they're not a joke. Because Rutgers is a, not a bad team, It's uh, as we've talked about on this podcast a lot. They're a team that has put some stuff together. Greg Schiano has really done a nice job on the recruiting trail and bringing some transfers to really kind of solidify that team. BC goes out there and smacks them in the face that first game. People are going to notice. And then they go and play Virginia Tech. If they beat Virginia Tech, all of a sudden those odds are going to go way towards, you know, 20 to 1, you know, 25 to 1. I could see BC taking a huge leap if that happens. And I think that all happens in the trenches for BC. You need to see BC's front line on both sides of the ball play better. And it, you know, we're going to have to wait to see that. That's why the betters are putting them so low. Because when you have to replace four offensive linemen, they, they, the Vegas folks and the people who make these lines are going, uh, that's a big that's a big issue. And you got to look at Coach Googs and say, is this guy the guy that's going to get this fixed? If you do, hey, get your 40 to 1 now. Get on that line because it's just going to go go up and you're going to make less money. So strike when the iron is hot here. Now, what could make it worse is if BC goes against Rutgers, they look sloppy. They they look like they're on the same playing field as Rutgers. No offense to the Scarlet Knights. I'm just saying BC needs to play at a higher level here. If they go out there and struggle, that odds are going to definitely get worse. And Virginia Tech next year, this is a rebuild year for the Hokies. BC needs to go out there and lay, lay, like really solidify themselves as, as a top-notch team. And you're going to need to see Jakovic go out there, put up three, four touchdowns, you know, really establish that offense, get it going, and then the odds will go up uh, so that you're making less money. Or if they're struggling, they're going to go down. So it's interesting. I'd love to know, will you be putting a little money on Boston College winning the ACC? Hit me up on Locked On BC on Twitter and just leave me your thoughts. Why or why not? Why will you be wagering on BC or why will you take a pass? Now, in our final segment, I'm going to look at some of the new ACC divisional rumors that are going around as Pete Thamel says that, hey, divisions could be taboo very soon. Now, if you're like me, you're waiting for more NBA action, and head on, so you head on over to Bet Online. They're the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball players, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NLF futures. NFL futures, excuse me. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. It's so easy to use. I use Bet Online all the time to make my wagers. I love baseball, doing the money lines, and I love I love futures. Futures are so much fun. There's some great ones. I'm looking at maybe some rookie of the year action in the NFL. Fortunately, Zion Johnson's an offensive lineman, so we probably won't get a lot of that. But hey, maybe you're thinking, you know, uh, Desmond Ritter or um, Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. You can get all those names and and find out the the latest odds on Bet Online. And as we said, you can also bet on the ACC championship. And if you think BC is going to do it, head on over to Bet Online right now and get those odds locked in today. So head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black, on tomorrow's show. we got a busy week ahead of us. On tomorrow's show, Mitch and I are going to interview Dennis Grossell, former Boston College quarterback. We're going to talk about his 2021 season, and now that the draft is over and he's uh, still not on an NFL team, what's his plans? What's he doing? And a special project that he has going on with Phil Dracovic and Zay Flowers. It's an interview you're going to want to hear. And then on Thursday's episode, we're going to have on John Garcia again to talk about recruiting. We're going to look at how NIL impacts Boston College, and you're going to hear his thoughts on if BC can uh, keep their head afloat in these in these new turbulent, turbulent times. Now, speaking of changes, Pete Thamel of ESPN.com, the, the knower of everything. I, I couldn't believe he broke the Jerry York uh, replacement news, but Boston College leaks him everything. So, Well, Pete Thamel had some news on Monday about a potential change in the ACC where he said that they're looking at a whole bunch of different options that could end divisions in the conference. Now, he he laid out a whole bunch of different things, including um, having a two permanent rivals that you play every year. You, there's an option to have three permanent rivals. He didn't say anything about pods, but he did say divisions would be gone. And that the things that he has heard would be if these were to happen, the divisions could be gone as soon as 2023, which is huge news. Now, if you've listened to me on here before, you know I want divisions gone as fast as possible. Get those out of here now. Because as a Boston College fan, even in their best years, the Atlantic Conference is uh, division is so much heavier than the Coastal. The Coastal forever has been the conference of, you know, about eight, eight and four, uh, three, seven and five teams and eight and four team and a bunch of six and six. And then usually Georgia Tech or Duke at the bottom. Boston College has been stuck with Clemson, Florida State and Louisville and Louisville or NC State. You could one of them's always doing better than the other. Now, I'm not saying I want Boston College to get an easier schedule. I would like for them to not have the chance of not playing Clemson every freaking year, but I'm not saying I'm, I want BC to duck that. What I do want is I want to see Boston College have the ability to play more teams. The 2020 season was amazing for one reason, was because BC played a schedule of ACC teams that seemed fresh. It wasn't just NC State, Wake, Syracuse, Louisville, Florida State, Clemson, and then Florida, Virginia Tech and one other team. It was different. They played UVA. They played Duke. They played Pitt. They played, uh, you know, Georgia Tech. They played a ton of coastal teams, and it felt fresh. It felt like a different schedule because it was different. With these changes, if they go to a two-team model, if they go to a three-team permanent uh, model, BC would get the opportunity to play these teams more often. You wouldn't have to wait. I think it's 12 years between Miami coming to BC. You would get them every, I think it's every four years they would play at your home. That is amazing. That is a game changer. And I want to see that. As as someone who watches these teams, I want to see more fresh faces here. I don't want to see BC playing Wake Forest every year. I don't want to see BC playing Clemson every year. I want to see Miami. I want to see what Georgia Tech is up to. I want to see what Virginia is doing. I want a chance to play some of those teams. And I think this will do that. And I think 
the 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 days of the divisions are gone throughout college football because what needs to happen in order for the ACC to do this is college football has to decide that they're going to allow teams to make the playoffs with without conference championship games. So you're going to have to wait for that to happen. And as I was recording this, they already started saying that that is in the works. So this the age of divisions need to go. And it would be so good for the ACC for this to happen. This would allow more matchups. It'll allow for the two best two best teams in the conference to make the championship game. To uh, have you know, if it's if it's Boston College and Clemson, then you get that. If it's Florida State and Clemson, you get that. None of this arbitrary divisional stuff. That is good for the sport. And I think you'll see ticket sales go up because. You know, when you have Miami come to town, that is a big deal. When you have Florida State come to town, that's a big deal. But you can you can have a little mix and match here of these teams. So I'd love to see this happen. I would love um, for BC to, to get this divisionalist uh, schedule. That on top of that, now the bigger question is, who would be BC's rival? You can look at it for two different models. You can have the two-team model and the three-team model. Now, if it was a two-team model, I think the answer for me is pretty clear who I would like the two teams to be. I would like it to be Syracuse and Pitt. You know, historic Big East regional rivals that BC has been around for years. Pitt is a good school. Syracuse, they've had their times. Um, But I would like that. I think those would be my pick for two teams. Um, you know, really kind of dig into that old Big East for that. And that would allow for the Southern schools to pick all themselves. You know, Duke could pick UNC and or in another, um, you know, uh, tobacco road team. Clemson can pick Florida State and Miami if they want, whatever they want to do. You can, you can be um, strategic with that. Now, if it's a third team, if you're going to add a third team, I, you know, a lot of people, I was talking to, I asked on our Twitter handle, locked on, uh, locked on BC, who would you like? And I saw someone say Clemson. Hell no. Do not lock in Clemson every year. <laughs> I do not want BC straddled with Clemson every single year. No offense. Like, I mean, I like to see BC play good teams, but schedule outside of the conference. We have Ohio State, Alabama. Um, you have, you know, Stanford. You have good teams coming in. You don't need to have Clemson every single year. I don't want that. I mean, the reason I want divisions gone mostly is because I don't want BC have to play Clemson every year. I want a chance to play other teams. So Clemson is a no. My number three is going to be kind of boring. I think it should still be Virginia Tech. Now, they don't see BC as rivals, but, I mean, the the the, the matchups have been pretty evenly matched recently. BC has their wins. Uh, you know, they've played in big time matchups. They go back to the Big East. As much as Virginia Tech wants to poo-poo BC, I think there's a good rivalry there and a good balance between the two schools. So I, I would say the Hokies. I think that's my third choice. You know, Miami would be fun too. I mean, if you want to get them in there, but I, I don't know. I, I think Virginia Tech is my choice. Those are my three. Now, who would you pick as your three rivals that you would like to see? Let us know at Locked On BC. So that's our thoughts on this. This this is all going to happen during their their meetings this week. According to Thamel, they've already talked about this during a phone call, and I've seen other people tweeting out that the conversations are all over the place. So who knows what the final outcome of this is going to be? But they're going to have meetings, and hopefully, we'll hear soon that maybe 
just maybe 2022 will be the end of the Atlantic and the Coastal. Cross your fingers, BC fans. This is AJ Black again. On tomorrow's show, Dennis Grossell joins us, former Boston College quarterback. Make sure to hit like and subscribe on YouTube and find us wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star review if you do enjoy our show. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.